Hey, I'm Zanzi, and welcome to episode 171 of Farmers Inside Track. I'm your host, Donumdu. Zabian Devere, livestock farmer and John Deere's business development manager for Africa and the Middle East, is adamant that romanticizing agriculture does have its shortfalls. He insists that showcasing the realities and the day-to-day struggles farmers like himself face is crucial for new entrants to see, and especially new era farmers in Mzanzi. Sabian, let's kick off with a quirky question. Are you a two-toned and felt schooner or skinny jeans farmer? Two-toned and felt schooner. Do you wear skinny jeans though? Yeah, I used to, but I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I don't do anymore. You know, farming is often romanticized, seen as this kind of rags to riches thing. But in reality, it's not a pretty picture. It's definitely not as pretty as it looks on Twitter, for example. Talk to us about how you see the industry, how you see farmers in the industry today, in this day and age, the newbies, the newly commercialized farmers. What's your take on it? You know, that word that you use, romanticized, I have a thing against what we're doing sometimes in agriculture with it. Because I want us to get to a point where we do the real agriculture, the real yards on the ground. Because now if I only post good things about what is happening in my business, I'm selling that. People is going to believe this is how agriculture looks like, which is very important. But we must always make sure that we keep it real. We keep it to a point where I can do an informed, a person that is not in farming and wants to start, he can take a proper informed decision about starting a farm because of the reality of farming. Losses as well as profits that are made. So making it simple to say is share your positive things that is happening in agriculture, but also share your challenges, but your real challenges. So that I can then say, because of these challenges, I'm going to stay away from agriculture. Or because I see it, I can also overcome these challenges. I would still do agriculture. And then the profits start looking real to me. And it starts making sense that I know I'm not going to jump into something. And a year later, I'm going to be regretting it. Now, I'm going to be honest. It isn't as easy as it looks. And especially when I talk to farmers, they're adamant that mechanization is expensive. They say they can't afford it. They'd much rather do manual labor. But you believe that mechanization can actually double farmers' outputs and it could be a game changer for not only small-scale farmers, but also newly commercialized farmers. What's your take on this? And you've actually seen practical changes in the work you do as business development manager for Africa and the Middle East. Again, I've learned a very big word. We talk about opportunity cost. So when we say mechanization is expensive, what are you comparing it to? Because if I am now saying I am expecting to make 5 million rand out of my field in crops, then to get to that 5 million, certain things need to be in place. And one of those crucial things is the mechanization. So you can't reach a 5 million turnover if your mechanization is not in place. So when I talk about opportunity cost, now I tell myself, I'm not going to invest in good mechanization. I'm going to plant the way I plant. I'm not going to properly rub my soil. I'm not going to properly prepare my seed bed and all those things. Because mechanization is too expensive. Now I'm taking a land of 100 hectares. The potential of that land, if everything is done well, is 8 tons per hectare. And then you can go do the calculation. But proper mechanization, I can get that 8 tons per hectare. But now I take a shortcut. I'm not going to invest in mechanization. Then I get 3 tons per hectare. What is the opportunity cost? Now I'm losing 5 tons on 100 hectares. That 5 tons times by 100, it's a lot of money. That will make your mechanization needs look very cheap. Because all of a sudden, I'm getting the true potential of my field. I'm getting five tons more, which is more than 100% what I would just try and do if I try and skip or try and get away from proper mechanization. So it's literally look at the opportunity cost of good mechanization and then make up your mind to say, what am I willing to get out of this? 
Now, Zebin, I must say hats off to you. You are one of the people in the sector that's really dynamic in what you offer and how you've kind of created the space for you in the agricultural sector. What's your vision for South Africa and more specifically the Mzantis agricultural space? My vision is to get the real farmers out there, to move away from the flakiness, the romanticizing, and to get guys that can really produce. And when I say really produce, I'm talking about what you guys have said, the guy that plants on the roof, but also the guy that wants to go to 1,000 hectares and the guy that aspires to do 10,000 hectares. But with real information, you making use of technology, making use of proper mechanization, and also making it attractive to a farmer that is the first time in agriculture. So I always share to say, make people see your journey from when you are 100 hectares up until you're 10,000 hectares. Don't wait for you to be 10,000 hectares and now make a show about it and stuff. And for a new era farmer myself, that is the journey that I want to follow. And I want to set a good example because in a simple example, my brother is also now aspired to be in agriculture. Why? Because of what I show him. I show him the numbers. I show him the facts. I show him the politics around it. So I make it for him to like take an informed decision and then decide on that why you want to do agriculture. So that's my vision. Make it attractive for new era farmers, but with the real facts out there. I see you also hold a master's degree in sustainable agriculture. Do you see that there's a shift of farmers sort of moving towards more sustainable practice with when it comes to their farming operations? In South Africa, not really. I think the commercial side is spoiled. The commercial side is adapted to what we are doing currently. And the opportunity is for us to get to the new era farmers, to start right. Honestly, the shift is not happening fast enough. We really need to start looking at ourselves. We really need to start better managing our lands and stuff and make sure that we're going to keep this for the next generation. So why I did my master's in sustainable agriculture is I see what's happening around the world. I understand that we need to adapt or die. That's a simple word for it. So if we're not going to get to a point where we say, let's work with nature, not against nature, we are going to lose that battle. Nobody's bored if you still make money out of it. But once you stop making money, that's when you start seeing the cracks. So we have opportunity to start right. And that is why I want to inspire farmers to say, let's look at ways. I don't want to say now, but go be drastic, be a hippie, but try and start right. That's what we need to do in agriculture. I love that. Don't be a hippie, but think about the soil and the land. Now, Zabin, it was really great to have you on Farmers Inside Track podcast. Honestly, when I sit across from you, I can't pitch you in any other field. But if you weren't a farmer, what do you think you would have done? I think I would have been an artist. Yeah, I actually like drawing. I tried for the last years to play guitar. I love the arts. The other day, I'm like, I should actually probably try and do one night of comedy open mic. I have a lot of jokes in my head, but I don't know if it's going to be funny to other people. Do you want to try one now while we're sitting <laughs> no, here? No, 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 no. Okay, maybe I shouldn't even think about it if I even can't do it yet. It's always great chatting to you, Zabian, livestock farmer and business development manager at John Deere. Also catch one of our previous episodes where he talks more about his agricultural journey titled When Faced with Adversity, Zabian Devere Strives. All right, up next is our weekly check-in with the amazing woman selected for the Corteva Woman Agripreneur 2022 program. This is, of course, a year-long blended development program at the Gordon Institute of Business Science Entrepreneurship Development Academy. Our hashtag soil sister, Lady Chonga, switched careers from accounting to farming. Now, three years ago, she had to take over her family farming business, and she's never looked back. She has some sound advice to other women agripreneurs in Mzanzi. The advice I would give women that want to go through is, often I hear people saying, start small. I do not want to start small. If you want to start big, start somewhere, understand and visualize it and know that it is possible. 
there is always ways. If it means starting another business that would feed off to actually get to a point where you want to get. I'm often discouraged by starting small because if I don't see the consistency of growth, then one is more prone to actually give up. But the bigger your dreams are, the bigger your vision is, that is the only way that you'd actually want to see it growing. You want to see yourself being the supplying to your Woolworths, to your checkers and all the other big retailers. Follow your passion and not just expecting it that the agricultural business will be making money overnight. Find something that would feed off a business that would be giving you tangible money to actually be able to supply it such that one is able to find funding. Because I'm not deciding to say the government should be giving us this or that as much as it is within their mandate. But one's dreams of being an agripreneur should not be held and stopped simply by just because there's lack of funding. And I may speak of this because of the advantages that I have because there is a piece of land. But sometimes one has to start somewhere. My father did not wake up and then buy the farm. He had to start somewhere. It went from one taxi to being in construction and everything else such that he actually got to build it. Never make excuses also for what one wants in their life. If you've set on it, I also believe in a vision board. I have a vision board. If your dreams don't scare you, then they are not big enough. So even if it means now I have to be the top um, sunflower processor and the first black woman as it's a white male dominated, then let it be because that is the only way we grow. Do not limit yourself to anything. I love it so much. Go big or go home, right? Thank you so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track. You've definitely inspired me and I mean it. You can, of course, read more about her farming story on www.foodformzanzi.co.za. And that's a wrap from me, Dawn Numdu, our producer, Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team have an absolutely amazing week. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans, though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.